Good morning. It is Saturday, February the 18th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. You know what Saturday means on the wake-up call. It's a day for a Holy Spirit story, and this is really a good one, as though all of them aren't. They're amazing. This is called A Holy Spirit Story, An Unlikely Ash Wednesday Awakening at the Hospital. Our text, as it is every Saturday, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Hear the word of the Lord. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. Today's Holy Spirit story comes just in time for Ash Wednesday. It comes to us from the Reverend Stephen Street, who is the senior pastor of the Misty Creek Community Church in Sandy Springs, Georgia. He also serves as the chaplain and bereavement care coordinator at Majestic Hospice in Atlanta, Georgia. Here's Stephen today in his own words, and if you're listening, in his own voice. A few years ago, at Hamilton Medical Hospital in Dalton, Georgia, I was the on-call chaplain. It so happened to be Ash Wednesday. I received a call from an overhouse nurse that a family had requested the imposition of ashes for their adult daughter. I carried with me a little bowl of ashes to her room. When I arrived, she was in a comatose state. Her eyes were wide open. Her parents were standing next to her. I introduced myself to them and then said a blessing over the ashes. As I placed the ashes on their foreheads, I said a blessing over them. The dad was reluctant to receive the blessing and the ashes. He told me that he felt useless. He went on to say, that he was the fixer of everything in the family. He was angry that God would allow his daughter to suffer in this way. I provided him pastoral care through empathetic listening. He poured out his heart to me with many tears. His wife then spoke up and said, I pray that God would send us a sign that he was with us during our sadness. And you showed up with this bowl of ashes. I thanked her for requesting the ashes. She looked at me bewildered and then said, I did no such thing. I looked at the room number above the door and realized that I was in the wrong room and on the wrong floor. As I looked outside the door of the room, I noticed several nurses and one physician's assistant standing just outside the room observing everything I was doing. I was present with the family to support them for a few more minutes, and then to my surprise, the medical staff in the hallway asked for a blessing and the ashes. I did as they requested, and then decided to go to every floor of the hospital, including the ER. 
as staff rushed past me, offered to make the sign of the cross on their foreheads and pray for them. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? And yet people stopped and received the sign of the cross in ashes. They asked for and received prayer. They talked about their faith or their faith struggles or their rejection of God, but they stopped to talk. They stopped to listen. I did the same for many of the patients and family members. It turns out a lot of people who never go inside a church were still looking for God. And so many people who were touched by my gesture with the ashes said, never before have we had the church come to us. Or we couldn't make it to church, but you brought God to us. You brought God to us. That was Jesus' mission. Please don't believe the lie that you are unacceptable to God. One of the greatest truths Jesus came to teach us is, God loves you anyway. No matter what your feelings say, no matter what others say, no matter whether you deserve it or not, God loves you anyway. That's the whole reason God became flesh in the form of Jesus Christ. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. If you're looking for Jesus, and even if you're not, I guarantee you, Jesus is looking for you. And if you have received the love of God through Jesus Christ, then someone is waiting for you, looking for you to share the love and hope of Jesus and change their life too. May the Holy Spirit encourage us as we approach the observance of Ash Wednesday next week and enter the gates of Lent into the 40-day journey of Jesus in the wild. And thank you, Stephen Street, for that wonderful, encouraging, powerful story. Let's pray today. Father, thank you for this day coming up in our lives, Ash Wednesday, when we're going to have the ashes marked on our forehead, and when we're going to hear the words, from dust you've come, and to dust you shall return. Repent and believe the gospel. Prepare us for that announcement that is all at once so sobering and incredibly filled with faith and hope and love. Thank you for this visionary story we heard today about the the hospital and the unlikely, unforeseen, even uninvited visit of the pastor to this family in deep grief. And we remember this family today, and we pray you'd bless them even now and renew your blessing in their life. Father, make us so attentive and so aware and so ready to respond to how you're moving in every moment. We love you, we bless you, and we're praying today in Jesus' name. Amen. The question today, what is it about Ash Wednesday and the imposition of the ashen cross on our foreheads that moves us so?
Are you ready to enter the season of the cross? And for our hymn today, let's sing the Fanny Crosby favorite, I Am Thine, O Lord. It's number 591 in our seedbed hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise. And this is one of those days when you really need a hymnal to sing along. So I'd encourage you to order one. There's a link in today's email. But as we sing it, let's be conscious of preparing ourselves as we begin to turn our hearts toward the 40 days of Lent and the cross of Jesus. We'll sing all four verses. I am thine, O Lord, I have heard thy voice, and it told thy love to me. But I long to rise in the arms of faith and be closer drawn to thee. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to thy precious bleeding side. Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. Let my soul look up with a steadfast hope, and my will be lost in thine. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to thy precious bleeding side. Oh, the pure delight of a single hour that before thy throne I spend. When I kneel in prayer and with thee, my God, I commune as friend with friend. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to thy precious bleeding side. There are depths of love that I cannot know till I cross the narrow sea. There are heights of joy that I may not reach till I rest in peace with thee. Draw me nearer. Nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to thy precious bleeding side. That is a classic. And what a good preparation 
as we head toward next week and Ash Wednesday and onward into the 40 days of Lent. We'll see you back here on Monday where we're going to summit on Transfiguration Mountain. So let's look forward to that. In the meantime, it's a Saturday, and that's another day to sow for awakening. So gather those seeds everywhere you go, everyone you meet, sow the extravagance of the gospel of the kingdom of Jesus. There's nothing like it. And the people are longing. They're longing to see him in you. Well, I'll see you on the field, gang. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.